Lester, the Nightfly. On the Pacific Radio Network. Also made available on PRX, the Public Radio Exchange. All hit radio. Every time you pick up the mic, you are broadcasting. Lester the Nightfly? Lester the Nightfly. I'm Lester the Nightfly. Lester the Nightfly. I'm Lester the Nightfly. Hello, Baton Rouge. Won't you turn your radio Hello and welcome to Lester the Nightfly. This is your host, PJ Ewing. We're diving into something I find absolutely fascinating. It's called Lieder, if you're listening to German art song, but we're going to listen to art song from a variety of nations. This is all based upon my experience this past week at Carnegie Hall. I attended four master classes held in a special, neat, beautiful, clean, gorgeous auditorium in Carnegie Hall, where we had very, very famous singers and accompanists teach young singers and work with young singers, all focusing on different art songs from, again, different nations, some in German, some in French, some in English. We're going to hear some of those and meet some of the people that were there learning and teaching, and we're going to hear some marvelous music along the way. This is classical music. It's music from the last 150, 200 years. I'm not going to go too deep and too hard into this. Frankly, this is a learning experience for me as well. I've never spent time focusing on this genre of music, although I've really wanted to for a long time. But I had this occasion with the opera Dark in the Month of February in New York to broaden my horizons and find this wonderful series called Song Studio at Carnegie Hall led by the very famous and well-known soprano Renee Fleming. So let's get into this a little bit. I think you're going to enjoy every bit. I'm going to give you some breaks from the actual hardcore art song with some pieces related to them. Let's begin, though, with something really easy. This is a lovely tune from Renee Fleming. It's a song. It'll kind of whet our appetite for art song and leader this week on Lester the Nightfly. Come to you 
The song studio program was led by Renee Fleming, and that was her voice getting us started when you wish upon a star. Let's get into the leader, the music itself. As we get started, I suggest that you go to Lester the Nightfly, maybe right now if you're able, so you can follow along with the lyrics in the foreign language and in English with the translation for the songs on this list and in this show. You will get a lot more out of this thing if you understand what's going on lyrically while you listen. First, I'm going to introduce you to a voice that you will hear for the next 20 to 30 years, an incredible young soprano named Julie Rosé. I'm just going to read to you a little bit about her. A winner of the Metropolitan Opera Eric and Dominique Lafont competition in 2022, soprano Julie Rosé began her vocal studies at an early age, joining the Conservatoire du Grand Avignon and going on to graduate with honors from the Haute École du Musique de Genève in 2019. This voice is stunning, and you're not going to get to hear it. Sadly, she's not recorded this piece yet, but we're going to hear another version from another lovely soprano of this remarkable song. Our version has the great Nathalie Desay singing the piece J'ai vous passer hirondelle about a little bird, and you'll hear the sound of the little bird in the voice, this incredible coloratura-style singing. It's about a swallow that passes and a young woman who desires to go off with the swallow and see what the swallow is doing. I'll just quote just a little bit from the poem itself, which was translated by Julie Rosé, in fact, our artist uh, from the other, other day. The text says, I saw the swallow pass in the pure morning sky. She was going all excited through the land where calls 
the sun and the jasmine. And then at the very end of the poem, it says, ah, ah, in the mysterious land, and I would have liked, like her, to follow the same path. I saw the swallow pass. It's really all about the ahs. If you listen, you'll hear the very elaborate vocalization of the concept, the idea, the word ah, just sublime. Our voice was lovely last week at Song Studio. This is a lovely voice. And in this case, you have orchestral accompaniment, not just a piano. Let's listen to this lovely piece written by Eva Delacqua. Again, Villanelle, j'ai vu passer Ichrondel.
Just lovely from Natalie to say, but there's more. Why not? I found another recording from 1936 from apparently a very well-known soprano from Germany. In this case, she sings in German, not the French that you just heard. This is Erna Sack. She's got a whole big career that I'm not going to tell you about. Go to Wikipedia. Dear Lord, before and after World War II, this German woman had a giant career. She could hit crazy high notes, as you will hear in this version of Our Villanelle. Oh, my God. 
Okay, we're moving on. A few things you need to know before we listen to the next song from Lori Leitman. It's called On a Photograph. The text is by John Wood. First, let's learn about John Wood. John Wood was the U.S. government's first official photographer. (laughs) He took the photograph of Lincoln's first inauguration, and that's what he's most noted for, thought to be the first known photograph of a presidential inauguration. So there's this photographer, and he took a lot of photographs way, way back when. Now, we have a photograph and text by John Wood, and we have a song by Lori Leitman. You can see this photograph and read the text on the website, lesterthenightfly.com. It is about two men and the supposition, I think the interpretation that they are in a relationship with one another, and a little bit about their story and their lives. It's absolutely gorgeous. I think you'll be able to understand the words. This recording that we have is from a 2014 recording. The name of the album is In My Memory, American Songs and Song Cycles. Those involved are indeed Lori Leitman, Carrie Jennings, and Amanda Asplund Hobson. This is On a Photograph. Talk of the foreman on next Sunday's night. 
The only reason we are fortunate enough to hear that piece is thanks to Trayvon Walker. He sang that last week at the song studio at Carnegie Hall. Just a little bit about Trayvon. Tenor Trayvon Walker is pursuing a master's degree at Rice University. Mr. Walker completed his undergraduate studies at the Eastman School of Music, impressive, where he made his operatic debut as the reader in Ricky Ian Gordon's The Tibetan Book of the Dead. So interesting. I had a quick chance to thank him for his beautiful work at the event last week. Lots of expectation for a very handsome, super nice guy, Trayvon Walker. Thanks again, Trayvon. That was um, a joy to listen to you sing. And now we have this marvelous story and piece in our memory. Moving on. Have you been catching a fish, Tom Noddy? Have you snared a weeping hare? Have you whistled no nanny and gunned a poor bunny or a blinded bird of the air? Have you trod like a murderer through the green woods, through the dewy deep dingles and glooms, while every small creature cries shrill to the nature? He comes and he comes. I very much do, Tom Noddy, if ever, when you are a rogue. An ogre from space will stoop a lean face and lug your home. Lug you home over his fence, Tom Noddy, of thorn stacks nine yards high, with your bent knee strung round his old iron gun and your head dang dangling by. Stiff on a hook, Tom Noddy, from a stall called Pantry Shelf, whence your eyes will glare in an empty stare till you are cooked yourself. 
Well, I just threw you into the deep end on that one. That's Benjamin Britten. The song is called Tit for Tat. Now, what's that all about? If you really listened, if you had a chance to listen, it's super grisly. This old Tom Noddy's wandering about the woods, uh, beheading and um, enjoying the fruits of the woods, uh, his hunting expeditions, enjoying eating and the, all the delicious things that one can do with rabbit and all the animals of the forest. But tit for tat means uh, what comes around goes around, and good old Tom ends up with his head on a spike, essentially, at the end. What if an alien, an ogre from another planet, comes and takes care of you like you're taking care of all these animals, Mr. Naughty? That's really the grisly end of that really fun Benjamin Britten piece. You know what? Let's do it again. Take a good listen to the words. Listen for that turn where we hear about an ogre from outer space and what happens to our dear friend, Tom Noddy. Have you been catching a fish, Tom Noddy? Have you snared a weeping Have you whistled no nunny and gunned a poor bunny or a blinded bird of the Have you trod like a murderer through the green woods, through the dewy deep dingles and glooms, while every small creature cries shrill to the nature? He comes and he comes. Wonder I very much do, Tom Noddy, if ever when you are a rogue. Ogre from space will stop a lean face and lug your home. Lug you home over his fence, Tom Noddy, of form stacks nine yards high, with your bent knees strung round his old iron gun and your head dan dangling by. And hang you up stiff on a hook, Tom Noddy, from a stone called pantry shelf. Whence your eyes will glare in an empty stare till you are cooked yourself. So on Monday night after the first performances where I saw this particular piece, the tit-for-tat from Benjamin Britten, I went to the Carnegie Deli across the street from Carnegie Hall. It was freezing cold and um, I wanted something to eat. And there they all came, all of the singers that had been working that evening with our Golda Schultz, the leader that evening. I'll tell you about her a little bit later. And Joel Terran was one of them. Lovely man. He does an incredible job of this. We don't have a, the luxury of his recording, but I'll tell you a little bit about Joel. Swiss baritone Joel Terran studied in Lausanne with Friedrich Grindrau before moving to London to study at the Guildhall School of Music and Drama with Rudolf Pernay, where he graduated with an artist diploma. So really, I, I saw Joel sing a couple times over the course of the week, and he's got a terrific, terrific sound. His interpretation is dead on. He's really all in on these pieces. We'll hear from Joel another time when I do a second version of this particular show, but I wanted to give a shout out to him. It was a delight to meet him briefly. I'm looking forward to hearing a lot more from his voice.
And we'll call that our palate cleanser. That's the Simple Symphony, Opus 4. Number two, the playful pizzicato from Benjamin Britten. That's the English Chamber Orchestra from way back in 1969. That clears the deck for our next piece. This is from Franz Schubert. It's called Im Frühling, text by Ernst Schultz. The name Im Frühling means in spring. I'll read to you from the very beginning. I sit silently on the hillside. The sky is so clear. The breeze plays in the green valley, where once, at the first gleam of spring, I was ah so happy. And then at the very end, two stanzas for you. It's only will and whim that change. Joy alternates with strife. The happiness of love passes by. And love alone remains. Love and, alas, sorrow. The last stanza. Ah, if only I were a little bird. There on the hillside meadow. Then I'd stay on these branches here. And sing a sweet song about her all summer long. So our narrator had a love. It has gone by, and it seems that he's revisiting that same place where the love flowered and wishes he could stay. I can so relate to that. I want to live in those moments forever and ever. This is Im Frühling by Franz Schubert. Let's listen to it, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it. Die Sonne 
erscheint nicht minder hell, nicht minder freundlich schwimmt im Quell das blaue Himmelsbild, das blaue Himmelsbild. I think every song has got a story behind it. It's, it's got a father and a mother. Schubert provided half of the song in the sense that he wrote the music and, of course, was justly celebrated for that. But he had a response to words, which was quite extraordinary. And it's the way that the interaction between words and music, and which, in a sense, gives the song its own life, takes place, that interests me. Josef von Spahn once wrote very perspicaciously that Schubert writes a poem on the poem, so actually it's like he is trying to say that the song is in fact a commentary on the poem and how and why it is a commentary in detail is what really interests me. That was the voice of Graham Johnson. He's written the definitive books on leader and uh, is an expert on Schubert. So um, I'm glad to have his voice on the show. So we heard uh, an interpretation of that beautiful piece by Schubert, Im Frühling, in spring, uh, the other night led by Golda Schultz at our master class. Let's move on. <laughs> no, that's not Golda Schultz, but that is Adina from Elisir d'Amore, and that is why I ended up seeing this wonderful song studio program at all. I noticed her name, said, I love her. I fell in love with her at the opera uh, three weeks ago seeing Elisir d'Amore, and I want to see this woman do a masterclass. What's that all about? That was sort of the beginning of this week that I had at uh, Carnegie Hall. Let's learn about Golda just for a second. A graduate of the Juilliard School and Bayerisch Staatsoper Opera Studio, 
South African soprano Golda Schultz is internationally hailed as one of today's most talented and versatile artists, equally at home in leading operatic roles and as a featured soloist with the world's foremost orchestras and conductors. She's hilarious. She's got a great personality. It was a joy to watch her work with these young singers. It was just, it's like another planet that you get to participate in and observe for just a little while in these masterclasses. She was amazing and is all deserving of, the, of all the love that I have for Golda. Let's listen to one piece from her solo record of Leader. This is Golda Schultz here on Lester the Nightfly. That is so beautifully recorded. That's Golda Schultz from her album from 2022, This Be Her Verse. Okay, let's learn about it. This is written in April 2022 by Alpha Classics. What if a woman wrote the song? This question drives a recital of songs by female composers performed by soprano Golda Schultz and pianist Jonathan Ware. Opening with works by Clara Schumann and Emile Mayer, The recital weaves stories of women's experience with fantastic tales of powerful sirens like the Lorelei. The great American-British violist and composer Rebecca Clark's arresting William Blake settings offer a woman's perspective on texts, also set by Benjamin Britten. Devotional works from Nadia Boulanger reveal a compositional master in her own right, in addition to her legendary status as a pedagogue of greats, including Aaron Copland and Daniel Berenboim. This Be Her Verse, a song cycle by poet-librettist Lila Palmer and composer Kathleen Tagg, was directly commissioned by the artist to conclude the program and add an important contribution to the repertory. Songs written by women, about women, highlighting the female experience. The piece that we heard uh, was written by William Butler Yeats, and was called Down by the Sally Gardens. Thank you, Golda. So nice to meet you last week. Looking forward to so much more from you. This is Lester the Nightfly. 
Tewksbury Road. The text was from John Mansfield. The music Muriel Herbert. I'm not going to say one thing about that. That's just joy, just happiness, a little memory. Moving on.
So we also had a masterclass with Jamie Barton, the world-famous, world-renowned soprano. Just a stunning piece. It was a world premiere with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Let me tell you just a little bit about The Work at Hand, a concerto for cello and mezzo-soprano commissioned by the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra and Carnegie Hall. The performance featured the Heinz Hall debut of the exciting young opera singer Jamie Barton. The work had a profound emotional intelligence, matching and uniting music and text. Miss Barton's crystalline voice was an effortless, inevitable extension of herself. This is written by Elizabeth Bloom from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. What we heard was uh, the work at hand, version for voice, piano and cello, number three, that's entitled The Slow Seconds. And again, this recording that we have was from 2020. Jamie Barton, and in this case, Matt Heimovitz, and that is the Matt Heimovitz on the cello, I have to believe. Jamie Barton was unbelievably entertaining, super intelligent about music, no surprise, and I have subsequently listened to some podcasts about her. Very interesting woman, very open woman about her life, the challenges of life, etc. Very accessible person, was very excited to see her. Also made the connection that, of course, she was in Dialogue of the Carmelites that I just saw at the Met that, you know, just knocked me sideways. Truly, truly, truly one of the great musical experiences that I've ever had seeing Dialogues of the Carmelites at the Met. So it was really fun to see her on stage at Carnegie Hall doing her thing. It was, um, again, a thrill. If you'd like to reach me, you can email pjdj at lesterthenightfly.com. You have been listening to Lester the Nightfly radio show broadcast on the Pacifica Radio Network on PRX on other stations across the country. I welcome your thoughts. Next week, another edition of Leader. I'm not done. There's more to say. Can't wait to introduce those pieces to you as well. Let's close with Hartmut Hohl and Renee Fleming. A lullaby. See you next week.
This has been a PJ DJ production.